All right, welcome back to another episode of Chalk Talk. We're continuing our NFL preview. Uh, we previously looked at the NFC West, and this pod we are looking at the AFC West. Um, obviously, Chiefs, Chiefs, Chiefs is the main theme here. Um, we will talk about the Chiefs, but we also want to you know, be fair and look at uh, the Chargers, Broncos, and, and Raiders as well. Um so, you know what? Let's just jump right into it. Top five players uh, from the AFC West. Hadley, I'm going to start with you. Let's get it to it. All right. Number five, we're going defense. Something that, you know, isn't too prevalent in this division. Um, but I'm going to go Joey Bosa. Dude is a freak when he's healthy. That's the key. If he has a healthy year, he's going to be fantastic. But stay tuned to see if he actually doesn't tear a hammy or something. Number four. Justin Herbert, I'm telling you, man, he's going to be fantastic this year. He was fantastic last year. And he was a rookie that only started playing because his quarterback, one of the team, punctured a lung pregame. I mean, this kid is ridiculous. He's going to ball out 40 touchdowns. It's a lock. And in quick note, Sporty has now taken him three picks before me in two straight fantasy drafts. We hate Sporty for that. Number three, the cheetah himself, throw up the peace sign, Tyreek Hill. An absolute stud. Um, for him to be number three on any list is just crazy. Shows you how good this division, a.k.a. the Chiefs, are. Um, that he's the third best player on the team. Number two, Travis Kelsey just shattered tight end records last year. Um, maybe one of the best tight ends we'll ever see. I don't know if he surpassed Gronk for me personally yet. Um, he'd have to keep going for another few years, but he's fantastic. I expect him to do Kelsey things again this year. And number one, people are already crowning him the GOAT um, shortly into his career. Uh, deservedly so, too. It's Patrick Mahomes. Um the guy that went after Mr. Bisky um, and just took – I mean, who would have thought after that draft? When he went number 10 overall, I thought nothing of it. And when they said, oh, this kid's really good, he'll play after Alex Smith. I mean, the whole story is just still mind-blowing. He's fantastic. He's clearly the number one player in this division. Yeah, definitely, uh, again – theme is Chiefs, Chiefs, Chiefs on this pod here. Um, Sporty, go ahead and uh, jump into your uh, top five players in the AFC West. Alright. Is Vaughn Miller, is he still with the Broncos? Heck yes, yeah. Yes, he is. Heck yeah. Alright, num- number five. Go with Vaughn Miller. That guy is a freaking animal. Beast. That guy has a heart and soul of the Denver Broncos defense. I have him at number five. Uh, number four, I'll go with uh, Waller, the tight end oh. slash receiver from the Raiders. That guy has another. That guy had a career season last year, and caught everything that was thrown to him. That guy's another beast. Number three, aka my quarterback in both legs this year. Justin Herbert, that guy will be thrown 40, 50 times every game because they'll be, they'll be 
losing. <laughs> really? They'll be losing? <laughs> yes, they'll be okay, losing. Okay, we'll get the discussion. Save it for the pod. Wow. <laughs> Alrighty. Mark my word. He'll be he'll be averaging thirty five. Sorry, I'm gonna lower it down. 35, 40 attempts every game. That's fair. Over under, over under, 17 games, pass attempts is 35. And he'll throw for, I'm guessing, uh, 5,000 yards this year. I mean, and account for about 40 touchdown passes. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah that's, that sounds about right. That sounds about right. I'm with it. I am. But uh, yeah, five thousand yards plus around forty touchdown. That's that's the entire season. All right, so that's five. That's five, four, and three. Is that correct? Yeah, that's five, four, three. Uh, number two, you got to go with uh, uh, Kelsey. The tight end from the Chiefs. That guy's another beast and a half, all right? Unstoppable. Uncontrollable. He's just a he's just a man child, all right. <laughs> Sporty rips out the man child. Oh <laughs> god. Alright. And my number one player. He's not the goat yet. Tom Brady is the goat. Mahomes still needs to prove himself, but he is uh, he is a legend now. So I'll go with the Patrick Mahomes. Kevin, ex, are we thinking ex, the, ex, the, the same thing right now? Yeah. yeah. Did he really just leave Tyreek Hill off his list? He did leave Tyreek Hill off the list. Yes, I, I mean, sporty. Darren Waller is a heck of a player, but. Over Tyreek Hill. Hey, that's hey, right. I guess I guess to be fair, he was going with he knows the theme Chiefs, 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 so maybe he's trying to spread the love. Yes, yes, try to, yes. Try, but try to spread the wealth, all right. Okay. So I mean, realistically though, do you think Darren Waller Darren Waller is a better player than Tyreek Hill? Just for uh last year he was. You think One, so? Last year. Tyreek Hill had like two hundred some yards in the first quarter. Of a game. That's overall stats. You still think Tyreek Hill had better size last year? Well, they're they're two totally different positions, but I know value to their team. I guess Waller would be more valuable to the Raiders because the Chiefs have other threats. But I mean, if if they didn't have Tyreek though, who do they have at wideout? All right, Hardman? yeah, yeah, that that's yeah, Hardman. I guess last year they had I mean Watkins, yeah, but yeah, two, if yeah, if Raiders didn't have Waller, who would they have thrown to? Nelson Aguilar? I mean, they still had guys. And the thing is, Tyreek Hill, you know, resulted in wins. The Raiders didn't win games. Right. So as, as as much as Waller caught the ball and had decent stats, he didn't win them games like Tyreek Hill like, did. Like, Waller is the equivalent to, like, Hawkinson of the Lions. Like, obviously, he's the yes. number one, but, like, they didn't produce anything, so. From a fantasy standpoint, he's you know, valuable because he's going to get volume. But without Tyreek Hill, the Chiefs aren't the Chiefs. Yeah, yeah, no way. Fair, fair point to have a Raider in there. I was going to say honorable mention Keenan Allen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's like, 
dog. Yeah. As soon as Sporty said Waller and then you said Allen, I'm like, oh, geez. There's just some guys I left off. Um, all right, it's my top five. I'm going to first start with Hadley and Sporty going with the uh, defense side of the ball. Again, we said Chiefs, 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 so we're going to start five with Chiefs, Chiefs, Chiefs. It's going to be Tyron Matthew. Ball hawking safety and can also come up and smack you right in the mouth. Um, huge part of their defense. Um, the Honey Badger. So we'll leave it at that. Coming in at four, I got Justin Herbert. Again, I think he's going to have a, a big-time year. Uh, he's going to be very valuable in uh, the fantasy world. Um, and I think he leads the Chargers not to a playoff appearance, but they're definitely going to be in the hunt late in the season. <clears throat> Number three, I'm going to go with Travis Kelsey. Um, again, like like Sporty and Hadley said, obviously a big threat for the Chiefs. Um, it's kind of, you know, almost impossible to cover Hill and Kelsey. Um, so they, they feed off that. Both of them feed off each other. Um, and obviously Kelsey's probably the number one tight end that you're going after uh, this year in fantasy as well. Um, which takes me to number two, the guy who chucks up the number two after he sprints right past you. My guy, I picked him number two in my fantasy league. So two's all around. Got to be Cheetah. Got to be uh, Tyreek Hill. Um, what he did against the was that that was against the Patriots, correct? It was against the Bucks. Oh, it was against the Bucks. I yeah. mean, think about that. Yeah, it was against the Bucks. That's right. That's right. That's right. I, I, I yeah, yep. I mean, I don't, I don't know if I'll ever have a similar reaction to opening up the fantasy app than seeing Tyreek had. 50 in the first quarter. Yeah. I thought it was a glitch. Yeah, that that was insane. I mean, and the fact that he was getting, like, double team two and they were still finding ways to get him the ball and putting up that, you know, amount of volume and numbers is really impressive. Um, he can kill you, you know, on a sweep. He can kill you on a fade, come back, any any route. Whenever the ball's in his hand, he's, he's a threat for, for six points up on the board. And then, special teams. Oh, yeah. Special, special teams, teams, too. Yeah, exactly. Um, that's why I think I had the Chiefs. I had him one year, and I also had the Chiefs' defense and special teams. And every time he's – I mean, not that he had a bunch, but he did have a punt return set. Or maybe a kick return, a punt return. I think it was a punt return. Uh, scored six, and then he got me six for him individually, and then he got me another touchdown for uh, the, the Chiefs' uh, special teams. So that was that was a nice one-two, one-two punch on my fantasy team. Um, and then number one, got to go with uh, Patrick Mahomes. Obviously, enough's been said. And if you don't know who Patrick Mahomes is by now, then don't listen to our pod and don't watch sports. Um, <laughs> that I mean, he's he's everywhere. So when he's on the field, again, Chiefs. The Chiefs are now to the point where they. The probability of them scoring on a play, if they, you know, if they really want to, it's it's pretty pretty high. You set up a little play action. You got Tyreek Hill on a fade. Um, their their offense is is very challenging to stop and very exciting to watch. So those are the uh, the top fives across the board in the AFC West. Um, so now we're gonna look at uh, projected standings. Um, 
in the AFC West this year. I'm going to first start with Sporty. Sporty, work your way from four the whole way down to one. Uh, give me the order of the teams that you think that they're going to finish in. You want the record, too? Uh, if you want to. If you want to. All right. Work from my work from the bottom to the top here. Number four, I've got the Oakland Raiders coming in at six and eleven. My number three team, I got the Denver Broncos coming in at nine and eight. Second place team, one game better, got the Chargers, ten and seven, and the obvious pick, I got the Chiefs. 13-4. and Now you're up. All right. right. That was a quick one. So, wait. An, well, an interesting take here real quick because 47 – well, I guess I guess seven is a lot of games to be, you know, trailing in. So, I guess it's a fair fair statement from Sporty that Herbert will be throwing a lot. So, they'll they'll get to ten wins. But, again, like he said, they'll they'll lose yeah, seven. So. I was going to comment on that. I, I don't think ten and seven is – you know, a record where they're losing a lot. Yeah, I mean, so, I mean, I guess it's enough to like knock them out of the playoffs. But um, I thought when he said that, I thought it was going to be more like like six and like eleven. Like last, yeah, like <laughs> yeah. But all right, I guess it's a fair statement. Yeah. All right. Well, un- unfortunately for John Gruden, I have the Raiders in last. Um, I love the guy, man. I really wanted him to succeed, but looks like he's going to be going back to the booth soon after this year. I have him at six and eleven. Uh, just not a big fan of the offense, and I think they have pieces on the defense, but not a big fan of the defense either. Um, glaring holes in several positions. Broncos seven and ten. I think uh, they they started Teddy Bridgewater as of today. They named him the QB one. And he just screams mediocrity to me. So, I mean, I could see if you have an argument for maybe 9 and 8, 7 and 10, anywhere in the middle there. But I just don't think they're going to be any higher than third in this division. Um, Second, I have the Chargers with the MVP, Justin Herbert, um, at 11 and 6. Like we've been saying, I'm all over Herbert. I think he's fantastic, and I think he's going to be a top five QB in the league for years to come. Um, I think Josh Allen's year last year is very, very similar similar to what we see with Herbert. Um, but I think it'll be enough for MVP personally because Aaron Rodgers is not throwing forty eight and five again. That would be just ridiculous if he did that back to back years. Number one, the Chiefs at thirteen and four. However, that we were discussing this before the pod. That schedule is brutal. Um, so if, if there's an injury to Mahomes, uh, God forsake there is, but they could really slip. Um, so we're going to act like everyone's healthy, though. They'll, they'll steamroll through and be the one seed at 13 and 4 miles. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to agree with Chiefs and Chargers. Obviously, one, two. Um, and here's where it gets interesting. Broncos are, they got a nice, nice receiving core. Uh, they got, you know, uh, Williams and Gordon at running back. And again, I'm not really, I don't know, I'm not really sold on Bridgewater and, and Locke. Um, 
I just, again, it's going to be interesting to see how the quarterback play is with them. Uh, defense is all right, um, but I do think they they finished last in the division this year. Um, I feel like they're going to probably have the same record as the Raiders, but I think the Raiders are going to somehow win the tiebreaker against them. So I got the Raiders finishing third just because I feel like, um, again, the Raiders are a team where you can't count them out. Um, obviously, you have Derek Carr, Josh Jacobs, and like and and Waller, uh, and then Hadley. You know, like Hadley said, they got a bunch of just pieces. Um, defense eh, isn't you know all that great, but I don't know, man. It's just like the Broncos the past couple of years has just been like they just can't find a way to win a ball game. So I think that's why I have them finishing last uh, in my in my projections here. Um, but yeah, totally agreeance, all in agreeance here that, uh, Chiefs won, Chargers two, and like Hadley said, Chiefs definitely have a, you know, real tough schedule, look into a couple of those games here, um, soon here in the podcast, but, uh, but yeah, if, if somebody gets hurt on the Chiefs, then they could, they could definitely, uh, be in some trouble, um, so now looking at the uh, rookie report, Had I'm going to start with you. Are there any rookies that you think are going to have an immediate impact in the AFC West? Oh, my God, are there. This, this division's draft class is was just a spectacle to look at. Um, it's full of studs, uh, and they're going to be good for years to come. My main ones are going to be Rashawn Slater for the Chargers. I think he comes out ready to go. I think he's going to be fantastic, have a worse-like season. And Trayvon Merrick for the Raiders. That's one of the pieces I was talking about. I think that he's definitely safety one in the class. You could, you could argue Javon Holland, but I really like Merrick. I think he's going to be fantastic. Um, and other than that, I mean, you got Asante, Asante Samuel Jr. from the Chargers, Josh Palmer from the Chargers, and here comes the name again, Larry Roundtree the third, undrafted free agent from the Chargers. He's going to get goal line work. Watch it. Patrick Sertan, Javante Williams from the Broncos. I mean, both should be really, really good players. Um, and then I really like Creed Humphrey for the Chiefs. I know their line is completely revamped and really good, but I mean, he's a really, really good player, and that was a great draft pick from them. He's out of Oklahoma, correct? Yes. Yep. Good old Creed. I mean, that, like I said, I've, I've never looked at so many draft classes in one division and been like, wow, that that is ridiculous. Unlike the Rams last podcast. Yeah, yep. <laughs> so from... Chichu Atwell <laughs> literally will be cut by your three, so... Oh, Good pick, LA. Yep. <laughs> Uh, Sporty, any other rookies or maybe some that have me mentioned that you want to elaborate on? Uh, I think the number one or the best rookie, I think, will be uh, Rashawn Slater out of uh, Northwestern. Offensive tackle for the Chargers. I think he will be the rookie of the year in the NFL. Whoa. Wow! Whoa! Whoa! I just, 
I mean, I I agree that he's going to be fantastic, but what metrics could win him that award? I know, seriously. Like, it's just not an O-lineman award. He's got all, the, he's got all the tangibles that you need to be an offensive lineman. He's got it but, all. Right, but... but what, what gives him the award? What makes them say you win whenever it's a game driven by statistics? He won't allow a sack all year. No. <laughs> I mean, I don't know that Worf's allowed more than maybe like three last year. But, I mean, you have, especially this year, you have Fields. Oh, it's loaded. You have Fields, you have Lawrence, you have Lance. Uh, and you just have a bunch of other threats. You got a bunch of wide receivers. Wilson, Chase. Harris. Running back. Yeah. Running, yeah. I mean. I think it's 40. I, all right. I'll, I'll meet you in the middle here. Best offensive lineman. Yes. He'll get. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Rookie of the year, though. That's. That might be a stretch. But. And I like. I think you're right, Sporty, that he could be the best rookie this year. I just don't think he can win the award just just because that's it's not sexy. Yeah, yeah. For lack of a better word, I mean, they want to give it to a quarterback. Right. Period. All right. All right. So yeah, you mentioned Slater. I had I had him on my or had him on my list. He had Patrick. Sir, wait, I'm going to butcher this. Wait, Patrick Sertan. There we go. Yep, Patrick Sertan from the Broncos. <laughs> I had him on my list as well. Um, two guys, I think. Could make an impact for their team. Not necessarily going to, you know, I guess, wow the uh, wow the committee for Rookie of the Year. But I'll be interested to see how Leatherwood plays with the with the Raiders. Because, um, again, we talked about this earlier. That was almost kind of like a, a reach, I guess, in a lot of people's opinions. Um, the Raiders have been known to do that in the past couple drafts. So... Um, It'll just be interesting to see how he how he performs. Obviously, a really great offensive lineman, but there were other available targets on the board when they picked, and that was kind of the head scratcher of the draft in night one, I guess. Um, so yeah, looking at Leatherwood, and then I'm also looking at Javante Williams. We talked about him, big part of the Tar Heels last year. Um, I don't know if I necessarily see him pulling away from Melvin Gordon because I feel like they're going to get both involved, but I do see him being, at some point, the number one running back. So, um, I don't know, I'm just excited to see how he does. I'm also excited, I mean, we'll, we'll get to this, you know, in another podcast, but I'm also excited to see his teammate, Michael Carter. Um, those two guys obviously had really good careers at North Carolina. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how they translate to... The NFL. Here's a question for you guys. Who yes. has the better rookie year, Williams or Carter? Sport, I'll, I'll let you... Actually, Sport, I'll, who do you want to go first, me or you? You, and then I'll, I'll go second. All right. Um, they're both in similar situations. Um, in that being, teams aren't very good, and they also have... Ex- a lot of experience, either they're competing against a guy who has a lot of experience who is pretty solid, or that's their backup in, uh, in, you know, with Williams being Gordon and Carter being Coleman. Um, 
Hmm. I think I think based on team, I think it's going to be Williams. Um, I think they have a lot of other threats that they can, you know, the defenses have to be aware of. Um, you have a running Bridgewater, uh, and then you have the receiving core. You have Noah Fant. So I think, you know, I think those guys will kind of keep the defense on, you know, on their heels. On their or Wait, what's the saying? On their heels? On their toes? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I think that's where, like, you know, the play action is going to be uh, important, and I think that's where they could, you know, really open up the run game as well. Michael Carter, I think he's going to get a lot more, I guess, playing time maybe than Williams. Or maybe he's going to be relied on more than Williams, I guess, in a sense. Um, I mean, they do have targets, you know, Corey Davis and Jay Crowder. Um, But I don't know how successful Michael Carter will be, I guess, in a sense. Um, So I guess I'll take Williams. Okay. Sporty? I'll go with the opposite. I I knew he was gonna <laughs> <laughs> just t- t- he just wanted to disagree just to disagree. <laughs> See, I'm kind of with you, Kev. I think that Carter gets the bigger workload, but I just I think I like Williams more. I don't know why. Yeah, I I don't know. It, it's just, and I mean, he has experienced quarterback too, so it's 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 weird too because I mean even. Like, I think the Jets' line is better. I think they have Becton, they have Vera Tucker. Like, he, they got some big boys to run behind, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I, I like what I see out, out of Williams. He yeah. hasn't really gotten a lot of numbers this preseason, but I like the way he runs. He doesn't go down. Right. I like him. Yeah. So. But yeah. Okay. That was, that was, that was a good, uh, good question for the pod. Um, yes, yeah, so we hinted upon, the, hinted upon this earlier. Obviously, we're looking at the Chiefs' schedule. Um, Sporty, I'm going to start with you. Just give me a couple games uh, outside of, you know, outside of interconference games or interdivision games, I guess we should say. Um, just give me a couple games that, you know, you're looking forward to or that, you know, catch your eye um, that involves an AFC West or AFC West team. I got a couple games here. Uh, Bills, Chiefs, Chiefs, Titans, Packers, Chiefs, Steelers, Chiefs, Chargers, Chiefs, <laughs> Chargers, Ravens, Steelers, Chargers, Chargers, <laughs> Eagles, Ravens, Broncos. Definitely a couple games. Yeah. Broncos. Steelers, yeah, Steelers, Bron- Broncos, Chiefs. <laughs> no, I'm not in, not in her division. I'm talking like outside of the, yeah. Outside of the, outside of the schedule. He's, right yeah, now. he's just breaking down everybody's schedule. Ravens, right now. <laughs> okay. Ravens, Raiders, Steelers, Raiders. And my last one, Raiders and the Colts. All right. Okay. So I guess we could have just said the AFC North versus the AFC West. Um, <laughs> but no, yeah, that, that's definitely... I think looking more at the Chiefs and Chargers versus the AFC North, I think that's more of the the eye catcher there. 
Um, I don't know how big of a game the Raiders and Broncos, you know, will play with uh, the AFC North, but I do agree with Sporty that Bills Chiefs is a big one, Packers Chiefs is a big one, um, and then you know all of the AFC North versus the Chiefs and the Chargers. Um, again, like we said, Mahomes goes down, Tyreek Hill goes down. I mean, Edward Tiller is already hurt, um, so. You know, will that injury keep nagging the rest of the season? Um, who knows? Like, they could be in... I'm not saying they're in serious trouble, but you're looking at a potential five losses there if they are if they have any kind of, you know, long-term injury with any of their studs. So um, watch, watch out for that. That's a big, uh, big question for this uh, upcoming season. All right, Hadley. After all that, uh, that long... The long list, wish list for Santa Claus... Um, do you have any? Do you have any other games, or do you want to elaborate on any of the games that Sporty mentioned? Okay, well, I, Sporty's right. Um, that AFC North versus those top two are going to be really interesting. Um, I think the main two that I'm looking at with the Chiefs would be the Browns and the Packers. I think the Bills regress a little bit, and we'll get into the AFC East eventually. Um, but a game that I'm really, really curious to see that a lot of people just would kind of give me a question mark at to is the Chargers versus the Washington football team. I think the first game for the Chargers is an ultimate test. I think the football team, they have an insanely good defense, and their pass rush is stellar. I'm curious to see Slater versus Young. They have his whole you know, draft pitch was watch this game against Chase Young. He he did work against them. That's going to be his first ever NFL matchup. I'm curious to see can he hold him again, and if he if he does, he is going to be that tackle we're talking about. That's you know potentially an all pro tackle for the rest of his career. I think that'll be a really really big first game for him. Um, and if they win that game against that kind of defense. I think we're seeing the charges that we're talking about this year. Yeah, it's definitely a, definitely a valid point. And, I mean, I guess the same goes for the football team um, with their wacky division. Um, they can get out to a good start. Um, I mean, there's there's a bunch. I mean, they have, you know, they have they have their, I guess, their their highlights in their, te- in their team. You know, like guys that kind of stand out. Maybe guys, here's my, this is why I said highlight. Guys you might highlight on, on paper, but I don't, as a unit, as a full team, I don't know, I'll save, I'll save it for, for another pod. But, yeah, that's definitely a big game for uh, for both squads there. Um, any other uh, closing remarks before uh, we end the AFC West pod? Yes, Larry Roundtree. Larry Roundtree. I guess sporty. Give him work. Give him work. I almost said San Diego, fellas. Almost. But <laughs> I guess still crazy to me. All right, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna say it. Sporty. What one player that you're looking forward to? If I had to bet money, I'm gonna put. I'd put. I'd bet my savings on this player that he's gonna say. You mean any player or what? Yeah, any player that that you're excited for. Just the, uh, just the AFC, AFC West. I'm going to go with a, a, a rookie. I'll go with uh, Patrick Sertan. Oh, no. I just lost my life savings. 
on the Denver Broncos. I thought he was definitely just going to just blurt out Justin Herbert. <laughs> I was waiting for it. I was totally waiting for it. <laughs> and you know what? Real quick before yours, Kev. I said this last year. I remember randomly texting the group chat and saying, who's you guys' breakout star this year? Brian Edwards. Or the Raiders will be really, really, really good if he's given the opportunity of it and if he stays healthy. Hey, he's, so watch that name. He's projected zero points in uh, in our fantasy league, apparently. Yeah, it's it's. <laughs> I mean, I was thinking about dra- uh, drafting him at the end there, um, but Jesus, man, that if for any listeners, if you ever want to start a fantasy league, not that it's a bad app, but the NFL fantasy apps projections. I, I I swear my five year old like <laughs> sister could have did that much better. I mean it's just terrible. Brandon Cooks is projected zero and he's the number one receiver for the Texans. Marvin Crazy. Marvin Jones, fun fact, Marvin Jones is three less compared to Tyreek Hill. <laughs> and he's also more than he's three more than Keenan Allen as well. So Hey, I guess well, I guess they were close with Travis Etienne's projection because now he's gonna be averaging zero. They did have him at <laughs> <laughs> they had him, I think, at 2.92. Yes, I guess, I guess, that is exactly right. I guess they were close with that. I mean, I think the only position that they're really going to be close to is quarterback and maybe wide receiver. Everybody else, it's like, that's not even close. But Their quarterback projections were okay. I'll give them yeah, that. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, for as long as we've been doing it on NFL Fantasy, it usually gets better by, by the midseason. Yeah. But, man, those pre preseason rankings are terrible oh, on there. For years, I was consistently 0-12, 1-11. And, 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 <laughs> and then I'd prove them wrong, I'd go to the playoffs. But this Gotta year, do it th- again. This year, I think I'm uh, predicted 6-8, and eight, maybe? 6-8, I think. I think it had me at 10-4. and four. I think I'll I had, a, I had a, B, or a B minus, I think. So where are you at? I think I was at a B plus. What? Where were you at? Did you see your fantasy grade? Yeah, terrible and freaking both drafts. <laughs> <laughs> I might as well have one of my nieces or nephews done my draft for me. <laughs> for, my, for, for the projections they gave me. Hey, don't let them break you. You went to the championship last year. All right. All I know is that, wait, how many games? How many games? 14? I think 14 yeah. and 9. Yeah. Are there 14 years, Hadley, or are there 13? Yeah, 14. 14, okay. All right, so all I know is I'm supposed to go uh, 4 and 24 all together. That's all oh, I know. Geez. Oh, my. Jeez. Not a lot of winning. <laughs> I know. Not a lot of winning. I know. Huh. So who knows, who knows how they came up with those numbers? We ought to have a fantasy pod at some point. We will, yeah, I think we, I think we got to have one right before the season Sneak starts. It in. Yeah. I think when I post these, um, the week before NFL starts, maybe I'll, maybe I'll do I'll do two at a time. I'll do like uh, NFC West, you know, AFC West one night, so that way we can squeeze in um, maybe a, a pod before just on on fantasy. I like it. So I'll be I'll be ready to roll and. Uh... Oh man, maybe party because I think we already know each other's takes. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And maybe, maybe, maybe I should set uh, set a poll on Twitter. Maybe I'll post Sporty's fancy teams. I'm just gonna have have the over under at four 
four and a half wins total <laughs> across both leagues and see what the the pull is. For yeah. anyone taking the under, they are no fun. Not, that's yeah, for right. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, that's gonna wrap up this uh, this pod of the uh, AFC West. Um, next time we're back at it, we're gonna send it with the. I believe it's gonna be the NFC North and yep. the AFC North as well. So. Thanks for listening and we'll be uh we'll be back to preview some more NFL football.